Hi, and welcome to Irresponsibly Powerless, a comic book discussion show, where we'll be talking about the books that came out this week, along with anything else that comes up along the way. We're going to be your host. My name is Eric. And my name is Nick. So, so how about how about that show? That, yeah, how about it, huh? That was an awesome show last week. It was. I wish you were there. I we sent you a postcard. Uh, funny and uh, witty and amazingly <laughs> handsome. Um... <laughs> It was a particularly chiseled show we had last week. Uh, yeah, yeah. So what happened to it? Why isn't it up on the uh, the the uh, website there? Uh, I believe the uh, the internet ate it. That's the what internet. I'm gonna, the internets they ate it. That's what I'm going to say. That's I'm sticking uh, to it. A more accurate way would say. <laughs> so what happened to the uh, the show from the week before? There, uh, it's still around at fucking least, and no. <laughs> Hear this one before we hear the other one. So Shit Creek. So Touche. Touche. You turns out you win this round. Game set match. <laughs> so uh there is a show from two weeks ago. And it's it's up there now. Is. It's it's up. As as of well, whenever the fuck you hear this, it's out of because But uh last week's show uh disappeared. Not so much, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> It's not coming back, and uh, I, I, I'll take most responsibility for that. See, what you, what most <laughs> listeners don't know is Eric is enormously fat, thus <laughs> making it hard for him to use a mouse. My his huge fingers, bear paws can't manipulate these normal human size. Turns out I actually am a bear. I, I don't know if you realize this, but um, yes. you don't know. You're, you're years, on the internets. You have no idea. You don't know me. For years... Eric Eric was under the assumption he was a human. But yeah, <laughs> I am a human. He is, an, he is in fact a bear. <laughs> My name is Mishra. Yeah. Little known hairless bear. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's that's why we have an affinity towards talking bears on the show. And delicious that's, honey. And honey, and that's that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Ha ha, stick stick, honey. Good. All right. <laughs> God. No wonder they don't have bears on the radio. <laughs> they make terrible, terrible puns. That's true. <laughs> it's true. I can't apologize for my species. But what we can do this week is go over our hit or miss last week, which everybody's itching to talk about, I'm sure, even though we've already talked about it, and you guys have probably already talked about it. We're going to do it anyways. <laughs> Hit or miss last week, in case you were living under a rock. In case you were hibernating. <laughs> it's not funny. In spring. That's not even right. It's Secret Invasion, number one, came out last week. Huge stuff. Talking about hey. hype. Uh, take it away, Nick. Hit us, with, it. Hit us with the good stuff. Well, okay. Um, the... I, I'm gonna say just straight away that it is a hit. It is in fact a hit. I'm, I'm breaking protocol. I'm saying it's a hit right away. However, there are some things that I think uh, you know are, are are to be said. Mainly, I I'm really interested to see where it goes. It sets the table really well. Yeah. It it does some crazy stuff and some stuff that is unexpected. You know, besides the fact that obviously we knew scrolls were gonna crop out out of places and yeah. Well, it it, it I, opens big. It opens real big, and it it hits you hits you over the head with a few major things, like nothing necessarily completely out of the blue. Like, 
You know, it's it's just well, like it's it's the points that you would hit. Uh, I am gonna say that the fucking like superheroes from the seventies was out of the blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, okay. That was the, that's the part I I I was really just like because I expected to have lots of scrolls come out of nowhere. And just kind of and kind of be all over the place, which they were. You know, you had yeah. Jarvis and Sue and and Pim and yeah, and all sorts of people were scrolls. And I expected that. I mean, I didn't expect who was going to be scrolls, but I did expect several scrolls and all sorts of shit to go yeah. down. That being said, it was good in that they kind of like they really blasted everyone. You know, they blew shit up and they killed. You know, they disabled people. They didn't only they killed. Yeah, them, yeah. But, um, Not that we know of yet. But yeah, they just went crazy and and it went off the and so that was good. Like there was no, there's no question. Like everyone's been hit. It's like a sucker punch. So. Yeah, exactly. Everybody was targeted. Baxter Building's out. You've got Iron Man Tony and down. Shield, and I mean, all the shit bad guys loose. are getting loose and shit like that. It's it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, and then they and then they did the the, the real curveball was the uh, clone or alternate superheroes or I don't know. There's all sorts of theories flying around. There's that these heroes are the true heroes and that the, uh, this is how they're going to undo all that, all that bullshit about yeah. this or that, you know, no I, way they're going to go so. that far. in it. It's actually so. an interesting theory. I wasn't even thinking about that, but what if they aren't even scrolls at all? That's, that's yeah. a cool thing. That's something I read online. That's some. You know that they were all—they'd all be clones, and that they—they—they they, they actually think they are superheroes, or I don't know. Yeah. And that they'll just assume the other people are scrolls, or and they'll fight, or I don't know. And some of them will die, and then you know that—that that way you can kill off like people, and then like bring back people from the seventies too. Like you could—you could theoretically kill Thor or kill, you know, Luke Cage or something if you didn't like the way they were now, and then bring this like whole seventies twist on it. They'd just be like, oh well. Come on, seventies Luke, you won. Like yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and they're just like, well, but, I guess um, you can take over, and you're a displaced hero. Hopefully, that's not how they bring back Cap. That would be terrible. Yeah, so, I don't know. I'm interested to see. I hope they don't bring back Cap through the whole thing. You know, honestly, yeah. I hope they get to the end. And there's still no Cap. I doubt seems, they will. I'm sure it's still it's all scrolls. Oh, it seems like such a cop out. I don't know. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that it's I'm hoping that it's not. I hope that I, that's my true hope for Secret Invasion is that by the end we still have no Captain America. Yeah, I think it's pretty safe. There, if, if it's one thing that's going to be safe, it's going to be Brubaker's work. He's not going to let them touch that with a ten foot pole. Mm. So. Oh, hopefully. So anyway, but it was it was a solid start. Um, that being said, the first issue really doesn't. It set the tone fine, but it didn't. It didn't really do anything that can't be totally fucked up, you know. With these other heroes running around, yeah. before we know exactly what they are, there's plenty of ways they could just totally train wreck it, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's fair enough. It definitely, it doesn't set it up to be an amazing book yet, but it's it's definitely it's got start. the potential. It's a good start. It's got a lot of potential, I think, and that's that's what you need. Yeah. I mean, in a first issue, so. That being said, also, I do want to touch on something that I've already harped on with Nick, but um, oh. it's something that I find really odd about this, this oh, whole right. thing. Go and that's, ahead. well, it's the fact that they decided There's... to keep you on for this, for this arc. doing a good job. I mean, he's, I, I will give you that he is much better here than, than he has been in, in New Avengers. And that's, mm. and it's not, it's not terrible. It really isn't. But it's just, it seems very odd to me that they keep somebody on who's that not... like. 
Well, he's not like a home run of an artist. Like, you know, you've got Civil War and you've got uh, Steve McNiven. And you're like, yeah, all right, think everybody Lamar. likes him. He's solid. And then you've got Ramita Jr. on World War Hulk. And you're like, yeah, that's going to that's going to be a hit. Like, everybody loves him. And you, everybody split on him. And it's just it doesn't make sense. And I think he's still making some of the well, not mistakes, but his style is is still not the greatest it, to me. Uh, definitely, and it I still think it's fails in the same ways. But I think certain, like I said uh, last week, um, <laughs> I like certain things. I like the way he drew. I really don't like the way he draws close-up faces for the most part. I feel like there's too yeah, much, that's the, I think that's the biggest fault. Is there's it? too much detail and there's too much shading. Um, that being said, I really like the way he draws close-up, full-on masks. Like if you look at the Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, he draws. I feel he draws a very cool-looking Spider-Man. So I, it is interesting that they pick someone that's a little more polarizing. You know, it feels like mm-hmm. either people like him or hate him, and it feels like sometimes that you'd prefer to pick for these big arcs that you'd pick someone more conservative. You know, like John Romita Jr., who just like everyone's like, okay, he's solid. You know, he's not. It it definitely looks a lot less like his normal style. Like they've tried to make him a little bit towards the towards the middle, like moderate crowd. Like, you know, yeah. they're, they're definitely trying to play a little bit more towards more of a mainstream audience in terms of art. But still, I don't know. I, I don't I know. Also we'll feel see. like certain times, like writers and artists kind of get in a groove together and then it just kind of carries over. Like Bendis and him are just kind of used to each other. And yeah, and they're, they're just like, don't rock the boat. Just fucking let's crank this bitch out. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that would make sense. You know, if, if it contributes to an overall better storyline, then I'm all for it. But um, it's it's definitely not my favorite looking book, but it's it's not Word. terrible. Word. It's got a lot going for it in the next issue, so we're looking forward to it. Hopefully, you know it it'll keep up the the same sort of momentum, unlike Civil War. And we'll see. It's it's a long it's a long arc. You know, it's 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 eight issues, and you know you're only going to be halfway through them in July. So we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, going very close to you know Christmas time by the time this all wraps up. So we'll see yeah. how it goes along. I feel like they covered a lot of ground on the first issue, and they might have to slow down a little bit. But um, oh, I hope, hope not. I hope there's a lot more reveals still. Hopefully, hopefully that'll keep happening. But you know, I mean, I just feel like that's a common occurrence is like the kind of slowdown of of the middle. It's it's very it. easy to make a really like crazy first issue and then you're all of a sudden you're like okay i got all these issues i better start cleaning up some of this shit yeah i i'd like to hope that you know bendis being the seasoned writer that he is he's paced this out really well and there's going to be a lot of sort of mini climaxes and a lot of potential for the tie-ins to really sort of go off on their own as well since he's writing two of the major ones yeah yeah i'm not saying it will suck i'm just saying it could yeah yeah all right well, moving on to our books for this week. Yes, this week. First up, we got Booster Gold, number eight, coming out. And Blue Beetle. Oh, yes, and Blue Beetle. Versus Superman. What? They don't actually fight. They don't. That's the Superman shit. just kind of beats the crap That's out of them a little bit. I'm sorry. I don't know how every other industry in the world has to pay attention to this like whole truth and advertising <laughs> crap, but... But they were technically they were verses. They were they opposed were like to in each the other. Same room. But... They were opposed to each other. They are on two different sides of of warring factions. Uh, 
They didn't necessarily throw fisticuffs, but that's okay. This is horseshit. It's well, like J- Japan versus France. It was like, that didn't happen. Or did it? No. No. All right. Well, this issue... All right, I'm, I'm going to throw it down here. I'm just going to say it. I I thought that this issue fell a little flat. I think yeah. it's finally succumbed to the problems inherent to being a time-traveling book. Because it's just, See, it's getting too convoluted. No, no. The, what, their mistake was this, I tell you this now. Their mistake in this, this one was recap. You just need to assume that everyone who's into this book has been into this book since day one. Like, don't even uh, placate those poor fuckers who are just picking this up. Because there's all sorts of insanity, and there's no way you're going to explain it in, like... Because the way, only way I can stand recaps, right, is is if you take care of it all on the front page. And only in, like, a couple bubbles. Like, I'm not... I don't want to deal with any more. But this one, like, strings it out over, like, the first couple of pages... And even then, you're not, like, caught up because there's so much shit going on. I don't know. It's just too much. They just need to be, like, just keep rolling. Yeah. I, I just think it's gotten bogged down a little bit because it's it's got a lot of baggage to it now. And, you know, you've got these, like, whatever time destroyer people um, going on. And then you've got the whole storyline with Blue Beetle on top of that. And then you've got the, the little side group of, of Rip Hunter and yeah. what's his name? Supernova. And it's just, it's too much that's going on right now. And, and one of the things that's finally gotten to me is the problem with the time traveling here. And that's that they say that you can't mess with the, with the past, but you can mess with the future. The, the past is solid time. It's, it's not to be messed with at all. You can't change them, but the future is wide open. Now, the problem with that is that if you're time traveling, what's your reference point? If you're time traveling, <laughs> wherever you are is your present. And there, you dude, can't just have like, dude, at this dude. point, everything is, is fluid. And at this point, it's all solid. But no, it's not. It's from like today. Yeah, but, your but that doesn't make any sense from the yes, point of a time traveler. Whatever. It and it's like, matter. there is just See, okay, a universal cause... point at which all time flows everywhere, no matter what. And then you can't just stop that. It's, no, it makes you've no got sense. it. No, it makes just, no sense. it's fine. Shut up. It's, but, and it, it wouldn't irritate March me. I would, I would just March be like, 20. all right, fine, fiat, whatever. If March not 20. for the fact that <laughs> they've decided to make it such an important point now. March 20th. Anyways, well, okay, see, everything's gonna fucking work out. So, like, Rip Hunter's gonna, like, wreck some shit, and Booster and Beetle are gonna fucking work it out, and at the end, Beetle will be dead, and they'll all work out. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, you can see that's gonna be the end of this and everything. So, right? I think this supports my theory of uh, March 20th. <laughs> uh, I yes. can't argue with that, you're correct. Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> you win. Go with that. <laughs> Another point to Nick, I guess. <laughs> You know what pisses me off about this comic is uh, I'm I'm really over Max here and his bleeding nose. Like, <laughs> yes, and they always show that same panel of him shooting Blue Beetle. Sometimes it'll be like Booster Gold getting shot, and sometimes it's Blue Beetle, but he's not actually getting shot in the head. But it's always that same shot of of, of Max supposedly shooting Blue Beetle. Yes. We're bitching about it a lot, but it was still a funny. Uh, it was fun, fun and it's I don't know. You just don't take it so seriously, and it's fine. Yeah, yeah, but it's it started to. I don't know. It's, I don't think I'm not. Lo- I haven't lost faith yet. I think like the next couple of episodes might be. You know, next next issue might also be kind of crazy and weird. But I think at at some point, all shit's gonna break loose and like 
everyone's gonna, you know, it's all gonna find out, like, fix itself, and they'll just be the, like, Time Destroyers storyline at some point. So, I don't know. I think I think it's all gonna get back on track in a second. Here. Yeah, that's what I hope. Once this, this whole blue and gold storyline's over, then I think it'll be fun. Yeah, I think that's the real downside, is this Blue Beetle horseshit. So. <laughs> But it's it's still you know one of the better books that I'm reading from DC. So. Can can you tell me this, sir? Um, <laughs> the last page has like a a video picture of the old Justice League International or whatever. Uh huh. Now I know who most of them are. Surprisingly. Really. Um. Well, I know Batman, Booster, Beetle, Manhunter, Guy Garner. That's the Red Tornado or some more shit. I don't and... know who that dude is. Oh no, that's uh, that's Mister Miracle. Oh well, okay, whatever. <laughs> what I'm really concerned with is mutton chops here. <laughs> Who the fuck is that guy? He's like in a jacket and like a dress shirt. He's clearly some poet from 17th century <laughs> England. I think he's Mister Mutton Chops. <laughs> he's the chronicler of their adventures. I'm gonna assume uh. that's. That's when I'm throwing my money the down. The bard, if you will. The bard, exactly. All right. Echo. Echo came out this week, and this is the second issue of Terry Moore's new series, uh, which is sci-fi. I wouldn't say it's superhero-esque yet, but I, I assume there's going to be some superhero stuff later on. Right now, it's just kind of sci-fi drama. I'm going to say that this one is is a series that's shaping up to be really, really good, actually. Um, really? It's... Because it sounded crazy. It is it, it, right now. You know what I, I think it is? Is it started off really crazy, and it's it has to set up the premise. And the premise itself is kind of crazy. But once you get within the universe, then he plays around with it in a lot more of a normal sort of way. You've got the given already that this photo photographer lady photographer photographer this photographer lady. <laughs> photographer lady. Um, has got this stuff that's stuck to her body. Girl. Okay, well. sorry. I'm, I'll stop fucking around. <laughs> She's got this, this battle suit that belongs to this other lady stuck to her body now. And then you're just like, okay, that's kind of crazy. And it used to belong to this one lady who was testing it out for some super secret, you know, government organization. And supposedly it's like a nuclear weapon. And just go on, whatever. But then once you get within there, then you've got her sort of reaction to that. And that's what this whole issue was. And that's where she wakes up and she's, you know, trying to figure out what to do. She, you know, goes to the hospital and tries to deal with it there and ends up getting rejected because they think it's a prank. And she's really upset (laughs) about it. She goes home, you know, she tries to take a shower and is worried that it's going to electrocute her and, you know, this and that. It's just, it, it becomes a little bit more what, Terry Moore does best. And I mean, you know, looking at Strangers in Paradise as well, it's 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 kind of like that where it goes off on some crazy ass tangents like with weird like prostitute assassin people and this and that. But as long as it sets up those like crazy things and then goes and plays within them, it mm-hmm. it's still good. And this one's the same sort of way. Um I think it's a good time to start jumping on board and hopefully they're going to be reprinting the first issue and this one hasn't sold out yet. Um, check it out. All the cool kids are doing it. Uh, not so much, because I'm wicked cool and I'm not doing it. (laughs) Alright, but I'm gonna be cruel right now, because this next comic just straight up sucked. Uh, I bought (laughs) Batman Death Mask, 
I had no idea. Okay, well, so I pick it up, and clearly, clearly, it's a little shady to begin with, because that it's a it's it's a manga, so it's printed wrong. I'm just gonna say that right now. Um, <laughs> it's printed backwards. I'm sure the Japanese culture is rich and in and with many <laughs> with many wonderful aspects, but uh, making comic books backwards is just dumb because. Not only is it just difficult to read, um, or just difficult to like turn the pages, but it's extraordinarily difficult to just train your. Because you've, if you're a comic book fan at all, your you, your your eyes have been trained to just naturally go and, to follow the panels like, in that specific. If you're in the Western world, you just read from left to right, and I'm not saying it's right or better or whatever, but um, but just the very fact that the, because not only are the panels printed backwards like you know not not only do you turn the pages the other way but like the panels don't go from left to right you have to go right to left and then also the word bubbles within the panels are also you know right to left right to left yeah and you wouldn't think that would be a big a deal like you just thinking about you'd be like okay fine i'm not an idiot i can handle this but it's just such a natural thing to have to read like that yeah you start reading it and then you're all of a sudden you're like oh my god i'm going backwards and you're just like it's just ridiculous. No, see, my friend, the problem is that you are not a 12-year-old boy or girl. <laughs> I don't know what's happening to America. Um, but uh, <laughs> but no, seriously, even beyond that, I did, I did get the hang of it after after a couple of pages. I'm not totally crazy. But, um, okay, this story is like the origin story sort of Batman. Like, he's, he's already Batman, but it's kind of like, I don't know, it's all about masks and duality and, like, that sort of thing. Which is fine, but it's just, it's written poorly. I'm sorry. It's just, it's all black and white, which is cool. And it, and it is good art. I like it. But uh, first of all, Batman is not Japanese. I, I mean, I understand that you are Japanese, but he's not. So, you know, just just don't even do that. Okay? So, I, I got nothing against Japanese people, but I'm just saying Batman ain't Japanese. So, just stop. And second of all, there's like... There's a there's this big two panel spread with all the supervillains in it, and and they've take they have a lot of cool takes on supervillains like uh, Freeze looks real cool and Croc looks especially insane, but all the women as as a good as any good manga will ha- will do have like ridiculous titties with just like like the most pronounced nipples in the world like the you could put an eye out with these nipples and it's like good god man like. Just settle down. It's one. It's two page spread. It's the only girls you have in the comic. Almost. You do not have to jab my nipples like nipples out in my face. You're just like, just chill out, okay? Oh, that's great. Yeah. And then uh, I don't know. It's just it's just, it's not good. Is the thing. It's like it sounds like it's very heavy handed. It's like it is. It's it's it, the whole thing is just really kind of deliberate. It's like. Like there's a, a good example is there's he's having a, a bad dream Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. and in this dream he walks into a bamboo forest because okay. that's what you fucking do in dreams, <laughs> um, and but so he walks into it and there's a big two page spread that he's in the and then beneath the two page spread there's panels along the bottom, mm-hmm. and the first panel. He goes, what the? What's a bamboo forest doing in the middle of Gotham? And you're just like, oh, my God. You don't have to say that. That is unnecessary dialogue. Like, we know he's fucking shocked because it's a goddamn bamboo forest. 
And there's all this weird shit with his face getting sliced off, and um, yeah, it's it's. And then they also make like this. The one thing that bugged me more than anything, like okay, maybe I just don't like the style, but there's like a reference in here. I swear to God, there's a reference to like underage sex. Like, <laughs> what? Okay, okay, yeah. So here, here we go. Okay, so there's this girl that Bruce Wayne has has a fancy for a Japanese girl. Um, he's in Japan during the comic. Mm-hmm. And also he says, like, really weird shit. Like, okay, like, he first sees this girl and she's dressed in a kimono and is pretty, um, like, just decked out. And he's like, wow, all cart, all cultures bow down and defeat before you. And I'm like, that is a fucked up compliment, my man. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, flatter, flatterer. And I'm like, that's really weird. Like, yeah. That doesn't play. <laughs> I, I'm not sure I would necessarily call him a flatterer, probably. And then and then and then later he's like um, they're talking and then all of a sudden he's she's like oh, I'm actually not a full time employee I'm only taking I'm I'm studying Eastern arts he's, she's like so you better not offer me a drink and he's like what you're still a teenager that's fucked up or something you know and, it's like, <laughs> and then and then the very next panel he's like rather than being like kind of freaked out anymore he's just like hmm the age of a Japanese woman can be hard to t- hard to guess and I'm like what. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, so you're saying play ball? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, Thank God you're Asian. Otherwise, I couldn't <laughs> oh, get away with it. Messed up. But you're Japanese, so it's cool. It's, and I'm like, it's all right. <laughs> so I'm never, I'm, there's no way I'm picking up the second issue of this. <laughs> oh, come on. Except maybe for shot. I don't know. It's pretty hilarious. I like to rag on it, actually. So, Don't you uh, want to stay hep? Stay hip. Uh, Stay in touch no. with the kids these Screw days. Screw manga. Screw manga. <laughs> it's a fucking blight on comics. Oh, uh, there's some good manga. I do like that Lupin comic, though. That fucking thief guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I do dig that shit. But all other manga is bullshit. Uh, Lone Wolf and Cub. Yeah. Done. Sounds like, a, sounds like a porno furry. <laughs> It has nothing to do with actual How wolves. How can it be you... Lone Wolf and Cub? How is he lone? In what sense is he lone? God damn it. He's... <laughs> He's a crazy assassin unless and his kid who helps him to kill L-O- people. But he's not lone unless he's L O A N and he's like a broker. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. And he just trades money then furiously I, to other samurai who fight in the background, but you never see it. It's actually I the most that boring. comic to the day I die <laughs> if, it's lo- if, it, if that is the truth. <laughs> anyways, uh, next anyways, comic. Anyways, let's move on. Let's, let's just. Let's just segue right the fuck out this bitch. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man. Next issue in Wells and Bacello's arc. Um, brand new day. Still a brand new day. Still days. It's brand spanking There's been a few days. Um, I assume, well, I mean, I guess every day is brand new, so you can't fault them for that. I liked this issue yet again. Yeah, I'm going to say this one was just, it was, it was right on... On the mark. Um, obviously, they didn't hear about last week's, but we loved last week's. The art, the story, um, it was just hitting on every level. I mean, it, it did it again. Uh, mm-hmm. I I loved the... Um, what I really loved about this issue was the, the side stuff. You know, I, 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 dug the, I dug the story, you know, like Spider-Man, Cold, you know, fighting the Aztec God guy, but the... The things I really dug were a right in the beginning, uh, Jay Jonah just being 
awesome. <laughs> and uh, right. And I don't know if you, I don't know if you can see, but um, on the very first page, if you look at the big panel of Jay Jonah in his bed, uh-huh. um, you can actually see on his desk there next to him, there's a Colbert, Colbert eight and a uh, <laughs> Eric Cartman doll. So. Oh, that's awesome. That you know, last issue they had somebody who had like a. Sh- they had somebody on a shirt. Oh, no, it was in Secret Invasion. They had somebody with a shirt on that said Colbert 08. Really? Right on. Yeah, yeah. They've been they've been throwing that in there every once in a while. They like Colbert. So, oh, they also had, like, uh, I think it was last issue. or No, it was like several issues ago. They had, like, a, on one of the computers, and they had, like, Dig um, in, a, in, in, a, in a, like, window browser, like the website Dig, so... Oh, that's kind they of... have little references here and there, but then I thought I thought Jay Jonah was funny. I just dug his the way he's being written, and then I also thought the hobo was awesome. <laughs> yes, I love I love Spider Man leading up to that where he just he jumps into the snow and just like Foom, and then just like <laughs> climbs his way through the snow and then just like pops his head out all of a sudden. He's just like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> And Very Spider Man. Jam all the newspaper in him. It's like right on. Yeah, like, I don't know. Apparently, he takes he takes one hit from this this crazy god guy all the and loses all the newspaper. Whatever. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, he, so they had to get back to it. That's the least of my issues with the, like continuity of this comic. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not too worried about it. I just so. thought it was amusing. I was like, wait, he's skinny again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I, you know, it's. It's got a little bit more peril in it too, especially since they've got a uh, Carly in there, yeah, like, stuck with the crazy just, like, dude. Fucked and... up that guy, like just cut all the shit out of him, like yeah, with a so, pen. It was like a little darker than the other comics too, so I was kind of down with that. So yeah, it's dark turn. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it. It would have been my favorite issue of the week. It was. It's not an especially awesome week, but it would have easily taken my favorite had it not been for. My random pick, which will be later. Ooh, which we'll get to. But that'll be but later. Yes. As of right now, we're going to move on to the next one. It's Wonder Woman number 19. I thought you were stopping stopping the madness, sir. Oh, no, 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 no. You're still down with it? Yeah. I, in fact, actually, I really like this issue. It's got her on an alien planet from last the last issue, I should say. It's a little course. bit of a wrap-up. Um, trying to defend these this race of aliens who are all super warlike. And that's their whole thing, is that they, they don't know anything else but fighting and conquering. Ah. And so they're getting annihilated by this weird, mysterious force. And they can't stop it. And so they go and get Wonder Woman because they respect her and they actually are, like honor her because of some past fight with the JLA where she kicks some ass. And so um, they bring her back to her planet and they have her go try to talk to, reason with, fight, whatever is trying to conquer them. And so she shows up and last issue, it turns out that not only is this crazy alien thing there, but there's also a green lantern protecting it. And so this issue, it's got her throwing down with the green lantern. Uh, can she Which is, fight? I, I, I was never clear with her like power levels. It's, they seem real uh... below Superman, but she's pretty badass. Clearly, I mean she she goes hand to hand with this guy, and granted, like it shows her thought process while she's fighting, and it's interesting because she's very sort of methodical and she's like actually thinking through this entire battle, and so she gets him to the point where she can actually fight him, 
like she he puts himself within like a manifestation of his ring and and then she can start wailing on him uh, too while she's fighting with against the ring um and eventually you know she gets him to the point where she's basically won and then she tells him to yield and you know like she isn't gonna fight him anymore and so you know they, it ends it ends interestingly actually i mean it's it's very very much what you would expect from a wonder woman ending but it's also kind of satisfying in that way it's, i think it's starting to establish her a little bit more in that sort of way and um they've got a little bit of a uh a background character that's in this that i've never really encountered before and uh so that's kind of interesting they're building up some more supporting cast um and i think i don't know i i think it's give it a little bit more time and it'll start establishing itself more and it it, it could have some more potential so uh i'm looking forward to it all right um uh this week i decided i i just redid my pull lists at my comic book store a little while ago so this is the first issue of batman confidential i i, I decided to get on a regular pull i'm not 100% sold on it to be honest but this was issue 16 and it was the end of an arc so I'm not going to really judge it based on this solely because I really liked the end of the Joker arc I don't know it was a while ago but it was a really good issue that I bought and I so I'd, I just kind of figured Batman would be a solid pick I might switch over to Detective Comics or something instead but um, we'll see uh, this issue was all about Wrath um, I, I've heard of Wrath before this is like Wrath's adoptive child that he turned back into Wrath. I don't know. I don't know exactly. I just kind of gleaned a little bit from it. But uh, it had Nightwing and Batman wrecking his shit up and kind of saving the day. So I don't know. It was uh, it was an interesting comic. It, I, I liked I liked I liked having Nightwing around despite the fact that I still think his co- costume looks like super ridiculous. <laughs> he's yeah. like he's still rocking like 1974. Like anyway. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I, I'm gonna stick with it at least for a little while. I'm I'm trying to get a good Batman book that's not, because uh, as much as I like Detective Comics, they are all one and done. So that kind of limits the medium sometimes. So, so, but I don't know. Maybe maybe that's the best way to for me to deal with Batman. I don't know. Yeah. I I I wasn't sold on this issue. So. Yeah. I don't know. I I might have to dump it. I don't, we'll see. I'll give it this next arc yeah batman well batman's just a hard person to get a comic for because you've either got somebody who's trying something like crazy and new like grant morrison or you've got somebody who's just trying to do like solid regular batman stories which just you know sort of fail and that they're just yeah exactly because this one's felt boring because i'm like uh yeah okay this wrath guy seems real like a badass but i'm just like He's gonna win, like he's Batman, like he's beat like goddamn aliens and shit. Like he's not gonna fall victim to some rube here. Like fucking, it's gonna wreck your shit up, and this is gonna be done. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It was it was it, it lacked that like bite for me. So I mean, I I think I liked the previous Batman Confidential I wrote because it was an it was a younger Batman and he was dealing with the Joker and it felt I don't know. But I don't know. We'll we'll see. Yeah. yeah. I'm not blown away by any means. Fair enough. So we uh, we flipped the script this uh, this week. And, oh, no. um Snaps. Um, and I'm doing random pick because I actually had a random pick. I guess it's not super random so much. Just uh, I got an email from my comic book uh, club. Weird poll thing. 
and uh, it was it was it was all about, and at the end of this con- the end of this email, uh, they were all talking about lock and key. I guess issue issue three was coming out, and I hadn't heard of it. I think I'd, I think I'd seen it before, but issue three came out this week, which I actually didn't read. But follow me on this. Mm-hmm. Apparently, lock and key was going off the chain. Like just people were loving it, and the first issue and the second issue just sold out, and they were reprinting issue one and two, and and my store had a couple left so i said well what the f- what the hell just throw issue one in there you know whatever mm-hmm. and i and throw issue three and then i'll grab two when it reprints and i'm like well if it's if it's decent i'll i'll keep picking it up otherwise whatever mm-hmm. um and it's from idw i don't even know what that is oh but, yeah it's more, mostly a horror group it is horror oh, it yeah. is kind of horror i mean it's interesting because uh, the comic is really first of all it's really well done um, I love the art and pages like it's really glossy print like full color it's gorgeous art I feel um, like lots of detail and stuff and it's fucked up like just straight off it's like a <laughs> fucked up comic like right in the beginning it's got like rape and murder and all sorts of fucked up shit in it um, but it's all based in reality in, in the, through the vast majority of this comic. Like this kid is just like his 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 dad got killed and his mom got raped by these like random dudes and and it's all fucked up. And and, and through the comic, you kind of learn that he had to he had to kill one of the murderers with like a big brick, and it's all kinds of messed up. And and then his whole family, what's left of it, you know, without his dad, moved to catch this. Lovecraft, Massachusetts. Yes, that is awesome. (laughs) And they're living like in this giant, creepy mansion. I'm like, this is this is nowhere. (laughs) Yeah, you know that can't go anywhere good for this family. You don't fucking move to know Lovecraft after your dad died. Like, and anyway, so um, it's it's just a really cool comic. I was so good. Um, like it's so normal all the way through, and then it gets like the last like couple of pages. And all of a sudden, like the little kid brother, like finds a fucking magic key, and like the 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 guy who you thought he murdered with a brick turns out like he's not dead. He's like in jail, and he's like talking to his toilet, and his toilet's got a demon in it. Whoa. And then the kid like opens this door, and all of a sudden the kid dies, and his like soul comes out of his body. And then the kid comes back to life, and you and the, I think the soul jumps back in. And you're like, this is all kinds of fucked up. And then and then the very last page. The door, which this kid just like magically opened with this key he found, it goes like boom and cuts closed. And then right at the bottom there, it says like "Welcome to Lovecraft, Chapter One." And I'm like, "Holy crap, that was rad!" It's just like it flipped the whole thing on its head. It was just like all kinds of fucked up weird at the end, and I was just like, "This is rad." And so, so I can't recommend this enough. It was it's a rad random pick. Uh, I guess I just kind of shat all over it, but it's been out for a couple, couple months yeah. now. So, um, it's by Joe Hill, who I've heard of before. Um, Gabriel Rodriguez is doing Ooh. the art. Um, I think. So it's uh, it's really good. It's just really good and really cool. And if you're if you're into it all, Lovecraft obviously, or if you're kind of looking for something different, I'd imagine this is right up your alley. But I, I have no idea where it's going. I, I didn't read issue three, like I said, just because this was so good. I didn't want to. Re- I didn't want to see yeah. two, because it seems like one of those comics that's going to have all these like cool little twists along the way. So yeah, I didn't you wanna, want those ruined. I didn't want anyone ruined. So um, I'm waiting on issue two, and then I'll chug two and three, and uh, and I'm I'm hooked already. So 
Well, crap. I know. I know. It's I'm going to have to look it up now. That's that you've sold me, sir. You've lock and me. key. Lock with an E. That's exciting. And it is a nice comic. I'm just going to say this right out. Like the cover is, like the cover is like, I don't know. It's like certain, like the print, like the the title, like it's, I don't know. It's like it's it's like got special graphic on it. I don't know. It's you gotta you gotta see it to believe it. It's it's a sweet ass comic. So, all right. Well, in keeping with our flipped week, uh, I'm taking over bullshit for this one. Damn. Um, yeah, yeah. And I'm calling bullshit on the comic we didn't talk about. And that's Fantastic Four number five fifty six. So in this one. We've got uh, this this machine cap that's running around, and they've shown how much of a badass it is in the very beginning. It destroys an entire camp, and it kills off this entire group of people that come at it with AKs, and it's a badass, right? And then it does they do something that I hate in <laughs> comics, which is that they decide we need to make sure everybody knows how awesome this machine is. So what we're going to do is we're going to throw every superhero at it except for the title characters every <laughs> one of them just everybody and then you go to this page where they're just like oh didn't you send some other superheroes here and it shows all of them just laid out destroyed and then you start looking at it and you're like wait this doesn't make any sense like spider-man and wolverine are here like aren't they not registered okay so <laughs> my continuity bell goes off but whatever we're gonna keep on going from there and then you're just like wait but then the sentries with them and all these other people and you're like how the fuck did they not defeat this thing? Like, <laughs> how how is that possible? This machine cannot be that awesome. It's a fucking giant mech thing. Like, how many times have these guys destroyed huge fucking mechs? But then they, they, they still have to do it. They throw every superhero at them, not once, but twice. They have another shot where everybody goes <laughs> flying at them. And then he just fucking destroys them again. And it's like, you don't need to do that. They like, don't even have some lame explanation like it magnifies the power which is thrown upon it. And you're just like, no, no, no. It's just like huge, awesome machine. That's just all like you it need punched them in their face real hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like that does not fly with all these people. <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense. Like I just, I just, I don't like it when to show how badass somebody is they decide to throw characters at it which don't belong there or which obviously could deal with stuff like that and which it's just it's just yeah. a cheap gimmick like you don't need that like it destroyed an entire military base fine i'll <laughs> give it that because the fantastic four ha always have to fight stuff that's that are that huge and but, the fantastic four themselves could destroy an entire military base like yeah exactly exactly it's fine that's fine and then in the next issue, they're just going to have Fa Mr. Fantastic roll up and disable it. And it's like, <laughs> why couldn't any one of a number of other super geniuses the that were really there bothers do that? Me, to be to be to be honest? That's yeah, that's the like. thing that bugged me the most is I looked at it. I'm like, it's the century. And and it's just like all kinds of people that really like Iron Man's there. It's Iron Man. Of, uh... It smacks of like childish, like, well, my dad's more stronger than the Superman and Hulk put together, and you're just like, yeah. <laughs> it's very, it's a really cheap gimmick. I mean, that's I, that's the biggest thing that I have to say about it. It's just, it, it's unnecessary, really. Like, pretty child. You can build the threat without doing something like that, you know, and and just shitting on <laughs> on all these other characters and all the writers that are using <laughs> them right now. <laughs> uh, they were all robots, Doombots. Yeah, whatever. Do <laughs> they're all scrolls? I mean, they're, obviously they're scrolls. Anyway, all right, that's bullshit. That, that's bullshit, and that's it. That's it. That's the show. We're done. Irresponsibleviralist.blogspot.com. That's the website. Just go there, download shit. You know, whatever. <laughs> Do it.
irresponsiblyparalysis at gmail.com. You know, email us. Do it. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> or search us, irresponsiblyparalysis at myspace.com. Whatever. This isn't rocket surgery here, so come on. Just do it. Let's fucking do it. Come on. Nike says it. Do you want to be like Mike? do it. Everyone wants to be like Mike, don't you? <laughs> anyway, thanks a lot for listening. <laughs> Those who did listen. As always, I'm Nick. I'm Eric. And together we're Irresponsible Powerless. Until uh, next week. Later, guys. Rock on. If you if we've got a bear that can dunk, fuck this podcasting stuff. We're let's go on the road. <laughs> We're going on the circuit, the dunking bear circuit. Just, just we'll just we'll we'll do old timey sideshow. <laughs> yes. Step right up, folks, and take a gander for a shiny nickel. You can see a bear ride a unicycle and dunk a basketball. Diddly dee. All it'll cost you is a buffalo penny or buffalo nickel. <laughs> Free for the kitties.